Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And we are doing another two-part season finale here in Camden Cast, our 7th podcast. Yes. Um, in this episode, we will be talking about season two, episode 21 of 7th Heaven. The episode is titled Boyfriends, Ellipses, and then in parentheses it says part one, although the next episode is not Boyfriends, part two. Um, and our IMDb User synopsis for this episode is, Matt is edgy, telling only his sibling he found an out-of-state summer job, so he'll leave home in days, not months. Simon finds a brilliant trick to train Happy for a TV pet food commercial, but there's a stage fright complication. Mary rudely scolds Matt, unlike Wilson, who leaves diplomatically for getting physical at home, but her doctor notifies she's pregnant. Lucy cruelly keeps suitors Jimmy and Rod, who both chose Eric as their career day model, dangling, but Wilson, who appreciates her help with Billy, arranges a date with Kenny, whom she may really want. Dear God. So what's your first impression? Um, what happened? Was... The, only, the only thing that I, like, can glean from this episode, glean, gleam? Glean. Gleam from this episode is... Did I say it wrong? Yeah, it's an N. Glean. Uh, glean, so I said it right the first time. Yeah. Uh, from this episode is that the Rev and Annie really want to have sex all of the time. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was my first impression. Yeah. Um, and also, right, this episode is a little bit all over the place. Yeah. With what, whatever it was doing. Uh, it, yeah, it was certainly all over the place. Um, so we are going to do a scene-by-scene uh, commentary for this episode. Yeah, because it's really kind of all about Matt. Yeah, uh, it really is all about Matt. Um, so the episode starts with a church. Uh, we are at the Sunday service, and Matt wants to sit next to Ruthie. But Ruthie does not want to sit next to Matt. So he moves and sits next to her, and she gets up, and she moves her seat, and then he... I don't know, I think he says, like, what's her problem or whatever. And Simon says, the same as the rest of our problem. You're abandoning us all and you're leaving, blah, blah, blah. I think it's kind of like, I get why they're upset, but to be mad at him for, like, going to college? I don't know. Right, he says, he's like, I have a legitimate reason. He's like, like, Simon's like, well, mom and dad aren't leaving. And and Matt's like, well, they they can't. (laughs) That's not what they're supposed to be doing. I'm like 18 and going to college. Uh, Uh. And also, we Lucy comes in with uh, Billy because that's back. Billy is back as a person in the Camden family. Um, She hands Billy off to Annie and Lucy and Matt start a conversation where Lucy's like, "When are you going to tell our parents about?" The job. Summer job. Even though they're sitting right next to Annie. So <laughs> And they're I, like at church, so they're kind of probably like whisper talking right. at a certain level. So like I'm sure Annie could overhear this conversation if she wanted to. Um, but she chooses not to hear. And then Annie asks where Mary and Wilson are. And Lucy says something about they're still outside finishing up a game of like tonsil hockey or something. Um, which means which that... Which we, we have not... So Wilson was in the episode... Um, when the, the, nothing Luz- endures but change, yes. and, yeah, Luz- and then he, like him and Mary, almost like kissed during that episode, but then she left. But now and he's back, and not only is he back, but there's like, been three episodes in between um, where she has been boy crazy, s- 
pursuing other people. People, right. Um, and all of a sudden, they're back together. They're back and stronger than ever. And not only that, but, like, the, like repeatedly, the Rev and Annie make it sound like they've been back together for a while. Even though this episode cannot have taken place, like, too... Like, a, a, too they, far away from the they last say, episode. Like, they say to her later in the episode, you've been spending a lot of time together with Wilson. And I was like, yeah, since, like, ten minutes... Since yeah, the ten minutes in the, since this episode started. Like, if we're looking at normal timelines, which I hope Seventh Heaven follows these things, although they put Homecoming in the winter for some reason. Yeah. But, um... Prom was the last episode, and prom is pretty close to graduation. Well, we, it was March, remember, because we looked up if we're going by when the episode airs. Because when Wilson went to prom with that girl, when Mary babysat, it was in March. Yeah, but, but now we're was... in like now it's like early to mid May. Yeah. So, but but that's what I'm saying that like. Um, from the prom episode, last episode, where she was not talking to Wilson whatsoever, to this episode, it can't have been more than, like, a week. Yeah. Maybe, if that. Um, so, what, like, there's no time has passed, and apparently they are back together again. With no, like, explanation whatsoever <laughs> as to what got them back together. Uh, or any, back. Yeah. Or any discussion about, like, what's going to be different about their relationship this time around, so the reason they broke up doesn't happen again. But Whatever. Um, they come in, they take, uh, Billy off of Annie's hands, um... And then mass starts, and as soon as it starts, um, when the Rev is welcoming everyone, Rod and Jimmy Moon, um, come back. Right. And, um... They're both... Jimmy Moon no longer has purple hair, and Rod has grown back his mustache. Looks like it takes less than 14 years to grow it. It only takes... A few months. Um, and they kind of, like, since they're late, they're they're kind of standing in the middle of the uh, aisle. aisle. And the Rev is like, okay, like, sit wherever you want, guys. And then Lucy looks and she just looks, seems, like, absolutely horrified that they would show up. I'm like, you love it. And you that, love the attention. And just a word about what they're wearing. Um, Rod's wearing a brown suit. Um, it's ridiculous. That's all I have to say. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's the cold open. Uh, We come back from the cold open, and Annie's kind of like angrily making food. Uh, She is making mac and cheese, which looks amazing. Very, very good. And I will probably have mac and cheese for dinner tonight because of it. (laughs) Um, But I think, I don't know. I read it as she was like pretty pissed off, but maybe I was reading too much into it. Um, Lou. And Mary and Wilson come in, and they're kind of having a conversation about whether or not it's Billy's nap time or it's time for Billy to eat. Uh, and it's all very, like... Parent, like, you know, yeah. like like new parents or whatever. And I, like, I read this as, like, a pretty cute scene, but I guess everyone, like, I thought it was nice, like, the banter between them, it seemed natural, like, like oh, okay, this is pretty sweet. You guys are, like, together. Um, but Annie is not okay with this, which is really funny because... In the last episode Wilson was in, they were, like, hardcore rooting for Wilson to be back in Mary's life. Oh, yeah. And now she's like, oh, they're acting like they're married. So that's, like, the big controversy there. Um, they're saying, and he's like, you can't, you, like, have been leaving Billy with Lucy a lot. And Mary goes, Lucy, wait, we uh, have, yeah, you're a dad, um, right? Yeah, she uh, she feels included, and it gives her something to do because apparently the two of them spending a lot of time alone and giving um, Billy to to Lucy too. Well, I mean, they say so. Billy looks like he's like about two years old at this point, and Annie's like alarmed that the two of them are together in the kitchen and Billy isn't there. 
Um, and she's like, oh, where's Billy? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure if they just left a two-year-old very briefly in the living room while they were just, like, one room away, that would be okay. Like, he doesn't need to be monitored constantly. But... Yeah. Um, Lucy, but immediately comes in with Billy afterwards anyway. So, like, I don't understand the point of, like, if she was supposed to stay with him, why didn't she just stay with him? But... Yeah. uh, It's time to put Billy down for a nap or something, and Lucy is pretty worked up about the fact that her ex-boyfriend... And like, showed up at church like that. Yeah, and, like, what's happening, they're, like, stalking her. <laughs> um, and Lucy's convinced that it's all about her, uh, when I don't actually think it is at all. Um, I think it is a little bit. I think we're supposed to think that they want to get back with her. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, they didn't really ever introduce or set it up. Yeah, at all. Yeah. Um, so the reason that they were at the church is because they wanted to speak with the rev, uh, for their, like one of their social science classes, they have a work study thing <laughs> where they need to pick a person and like follow them around on their job. Uh, I wrote, it was a career, I don't know, like model career day, a work study project. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, I don't know, they have to find, and they were like, oh, you only work one day a week. For an hour. For an hour, so we thought it was pretty sweet. Uh, and the Rev was like, no, this is more like a 24-7 job, blah, 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 why don't you follow one of your parents? And Jimmy Moon says that nepotism is not allowed, and then... But if, but then, uh, Rod goes, but my dad would screw us up as much just as... Just as bad you, as you would, and I was, was like, like... what does that mean? Yeah, um, who knows what Rod's dad does for yeah. work. Uh, so... That's good. Like, they were like, oh, and I think this is what sets it up where I thought that they were trying to say that they were trying to get back with Lucy because they say, well, since it's a 24-7 job, um, maybe we need to move in your house. <laughs> and the ref is like, no, you don't. And then they're like, we should just set up a camp. If you can't, like, house us, then you can. we can just set up a ta- uh, camp, a camp, a tent. A tent in your backyard. Yes. And he's also like, no. <laughs> So uh, then they confer, and they're like, we accept the terms. Uh, the, like, we accept your terms. And he's like, okay. Uh, but then they ga- give him their pager numbers. So like, Because they have pager. Well, yeah, if, if any business comes up, because the rev says, like, oh, it's kind of like my, my, my work kind of comes up at random times. So they're like, if anything interesting happens, page us. Um, then we have Matt, Simon, and Ruthie outside. Uh, Simon is trying, is wants Happy to win some sort of like. It's like an advertising campaign for Pow Chow. Which is dog food. Dog food. Pow Chow, yeah. I'm just making sure people know. Well, it's a dog, oh, I was getting to it. Dog food company. And uh, he, like, Matt is like, the only trick that you need to know is getting Happy to play dead when you say dead dog because then you can say anything before that so basically like proposing like would you rather this or would you rather be a dead dog and then every time you say dead dog the dog implies that like whatever the alternative is is worse than death yes so um so he's like what we got to do is you have to so you train her to do that and then you could say like would you rather have your pouch out taken away or be a dead dog so that's the whole thing. They gotta get happy to respond when they say "dead dog." Um, it's also part of a deal in which uh, Matt is trying to get Ruthie to talk to him again. Uh, so Matt's like, "I'm helping you. You help me." Um, so Simon gives the advice of saying, um, "She's giving you the silent treatment, and what you need to do is give her the silent treatment right back, and she'll break." Um, Ruthie, as we mentioned, is upset that. Matt's leaving. Abandoning them all. Uh, I think Simon was also upset about it, but now Simon's okay. 
He's yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. Well, I mean, I think he's just like, oh, he's like a little bit more mature. I like like all the other kids are upset too, but they're just handling it in different ways. So like Ruthie is like six and acting like a six year old would, and just ignoring that. Um, then the Rev comes home and we get sexy parents basically, which is like the entirety of the episode. Anytime the Rev and Annie are together, they're like hardcore making out, which is obviously setting up. Lots of things. things. But so we find out, I think this is the first scene, Annie's like, oh, this is so exciting. My father. No, I thought it was his, um, uh, the other father. No, because she says, when she talks to Ruthie, she says, do you want to go visit in Phoenix? No, but I thought that was just like one of the thing that like. No, it's Annie's parents. Annie, ha- Annie delivers the news. Annie's father. Oh, uh, okay, okay. That, okay. Okay, so anyway, Annie's father has some money that he is sharing or giving to Annie and the family for the, to do something this summer. And rather than, like, taking all the kids on a vacation or something, Annie and the Rev have the brilliant idea that the, they can send all the kids to camp the same week that Matt has to go to his summer school works. for orientation so that all the kids will be out of the house for, like, a week. Well, actually, I think the reason that they don't do a family vacation is because, like, Grandpa's money is for the children specifically. So he's giving money for Matt to make his way, pay his way to summer orientation. And because he didn't want all the other kids to be left out, he's also sending each of the other kids money. So the thing is that, like, the kids are supposed to be able to spend the money however they want, but because the cam rents are so... Like, preoccupied with wanting to have sex all the time. Yeah, they're like, we'll get the kids out of the house for a week, and we'll just have sex all week. Um, (laughs) This is, like, along the same conversation as Annie being worried about the fact that... Because the Rev is really tired, and Annie's like, well, yeah, because we have five kids, and now Billy is also in our house, so that's almost, like, six kids. And then then Wilson's here. And then Wilson's, like, in a seventh child. And I'm just like, oh, hint... (laughs) <laughs> hint, hint. So, so um, yeah, that's going on. Um, I think that was that's like uh, the there. We have a couple of scenes in this episode where Matt is uh, trying to have a conversation with his parents because I think Matt wants to tell them about the summer job because they don't know. But every time he tries to have this conversation, the parents are making out, which, <laughs> and this is the first time this happens. He like kind of walks in the kitchen, runs into them, and then sees that they're too busy making out. They don't pay him any mind. <laughs> Continue at it. And she, well, he walks away. He's used to it by now. He's had the he's, he's He knows the deal with these two. <laughs> um, I think the next thing is ha- that happens is Matt is walking up the stairs, and he sees Billy on the giraffe. Oh, God, yes. He's just so bouncing Billy, on a giraffe. Billy's on a stuffed giraffe bouncing, like, up and down the hallway. <laughs> like it's a horse. No, no one watching him. So Matt picks him up and is like, oh, this is weird. What? Oh, he says, like, you can't only fall down. I don't know. He's like, you, don't, you can't fall down the stairs at other people's houses. Uh, so he opens up Mary and Lucy's door to walk in on Mary and Wilson on Mary's bed, but they're sleeping. Fully clothed. Uh, fully clothed, above the covers. On Mary's bed, though. Yeah. Um, and he, like, has, like, he's shocked, and then he's still holding the child, so he starts to walk away to, like, put him... He, like, takes a few steps back, and then he goes back to the threshold of the door, and then Lucy comes upstairs, and he runs over, and he gives Billy to And he's Lucy. like, let me handle this, or stay out of it. And then he, like, walks in, slams, slams the, the door. door shut. And he's like, are you two out of your minds? Um, and, and they like wake up instantly, and uh, 
Billy's like, Billy, sorry, <laughs> Billy Sr. Uh, Wilson says, oh, sorry, like, I guess we put Billy down for a nap and we must have fallen asleep. And Matt's really mad because they're, like, in the same bed together. And Mary's like, "We nothing was happening. We were just sleeping. And he says the same thing as the parents say about them acting like a married couple. Like, he's ask, acting more like your husband than your boyfriend. And Mary slaps him. Yes. Um, but, I mean, I don't know if he's totally undeserving. Oh, because, I didn't say he was undeserving. It just it was a shock to me. Yeah. He says, like, something pretty shitty to Wilson where he's like, haven't you learned anything from your mistake? Like, implying, like, Billy is, like, just a big mistake. So... Uh, then I think the next thing is that Ma- Mary goes, uh, it, like, obviously it cut to commercial there, and then it came back, and, uh... Um, well, Wilson and Billy obviously leave. Yes. And, uh, then the next thing we have is Mary talking to the Camerons, and she's like, don't yell at me, Matt already, like, took care of it, like, Matt already overreacted, and they were like, no, we, we weren't gonna yell at you, um, but we want, we... <laughs> they say that they they just were like, we just want you to know we also agree and we think you've been spending too much time with Wilson lately. Even, even though they just got back together. Uh, and then they say, but hey, um, how would you like to go to basketball camp this summer? And Mary is like super excited and is like, yes, I've always wanted to go to basketball camp. Um, and Annie's like, great, you have to go to the doctor tomorrow. To get a physical, and then everything will be set, and we'll, like, send the form in. I think this is great because the parents are really worried that she, like, all of her priorities are just Wilson. But, like, clearly if she's so ready to go to basketball camp, that means Mary's fine and is, like, still, like, an independent thinker. But they're like, well, uh, you can't talk to Wilson tonight. Right, which was, like, I don't understand. They were like, just have one night off without thinking about Wilson. And I'm like, we just had many, many nights. (laughs) With no Wilson. No one cared about Wilson. Uh, But Mary comes up with a way. Oh, well, before this happens, uh, Matt is talking to Lucy. And Lucy is actually pretty, like, this is one of the best versions of Lucy I've seen so far in this episode. uh, In this scene specifically, um, where she's, like, being the voice of reason saying, I don't like seeing you guys fight like this, even though her and Mary fight like this literally every other episode. Um, but Matt is like, I know I overreacted. And she's like, you know, that's, this is not what this is about. You Everyone have- is upset that you're leaving us, blah, blah, blah. And you have to tell mom and dad that you have this job. And that you're leaving in a week. Um, and Mary comes in. She's now giving Matt the silent treatment. Uh and he's like, but you slapped me. That's like, that keeps on being his, like, argument. Yeah. Um, Matt leaves. Uh, Mary comes up with a way around the fact that she can't call Wilson. So Which she is, gets- like, stupid. I don't know why anyone would think that this would work. I, it, to me, it's the same thing as her calling him. But she tells Lucy, you need to call Wilson for me because I'm not allowed. Um, and then she tells, like, Lucy why. I don't know. So Lucy calls. Oh, and she's like, you need to tell him I'm going to basketball camp. So... She calls, and she tells Wilson that Mary's going to basketball camp. There's basically a game of telephone happening on the actual telephone, uh, where she, where Lucy's the in-between between um, Mary and Wilson. But this conversation ends pretty... The conversation between Mary and um, Wilson through Lucy ends pretty quickly, because then Wilson is like, oh, 
Lucy, I want to thank you for all you've been doing and all the help you've been providing for Billy. Uh, and I, <laughs> there's this guy that, I, I came home and I started to think about what I could do for you. And there's this guy that lives across the street and I want to like set, set you two up. And I'm going to tell him that I've got like a really beautiful, uh, great girl that like I'm going to set him up with, whatever. It's really interesting to me that like uh, every other Camden like has other interests, but Lucy's only interest is boys. Like Simon, like will have a ha- random happy sport, sports, and like happy, yeah, uh, or like the tick. And Ruthie's a child, so she doesn't like it. Doesn't matter what her interests are. Um, <laughs> She's a non-person. Yeah. Matt is like into like English. <laughs> and, I guess. I mean, you know, like he, yeah, he, yeah. And Mary has basketball, but like Lucy doesn't have anything that like defines her outside of the fact that she likes boys. Yes. Because the thing that Wilson decides to thank her, like how he right, decides he to thank her. Right, he couldn't do any, there was nothing else that he thought was appropriate to thank her or like something that came to mind before like, oh, I can find her a boyfriend and that's going to make her happier than anything that I could do for her. So they, yeah, there's this boy, Kenny, and he's going to set that all up. He's playing matchmaker now. Um, what happened? I feel like there's a couple of scenes in here where we have... Well, there's the... So the, it cuts periodically cuts back to the Rev and um, the, the boys, Rod and Jimmy. Um, and it seems like the Rev is trying to kind of run them like ragged. He, he was just trying to make them see just how stressful his work can be. So he's telling Annie, like, oh, at a certain point, Annie is putting up one of those divider things at, like, the top of the stairs to keep babies from getting, like, from falling down the stairs. And Annie says, like, oh, it's because of Billy. And then the Rev says, oh, I was hoping I would never have to see another one of these again in the house. Another massive anvil drop. And whatever. It's all lovely, I guess. Uh, Yeah, um... This, like, is pretty all over the place, but that's because the episode is pretty all over the place. Um, somewhere here we have Simon finally being, being able to teach Happy the dead dog trick. He then tries to, like, do it again in front of an audience of Matt and Ruthie, but we find out Happy has stage fright. will only perform the trick just in front of Simon, not when there's other people around. Um, I think the next morning... Uh, well, you, and there's also that night. Right, yeah. When um, the the rev is getting paged, and he goes and he call, like uh, he picks up the phone and he hears that Lucy is on the phone with Wilson, Still. and he's he tells them to like get off the phone because someone keeps paging him, and then uh, he calls the number that has been paging him and it is Jimmy and Rod, and they were like we thought something was up because We've the phone was busy all night and the rev like casually is like, oh, Lucy was just on the phone with some guy. So so that, again, it's, I, I think, I really do think the whole point of them being introduced was they were, like, both trying to, like, you know, win her heart again, but <laughs> they, it didn't really work out at all. They take this information in stride uh, when they're like, oh, I guess we better, like, figure out who this guy is, like, who this, who her new beau is. Um, oh, I have to say something. When, <laughs> in, the, in the beginning of the episode, when we find out that they're here for the, like, work study. Um, the Rev gives them both Bibles so they oh, get yes. more acquainted with the with their work. Um, and then in this scene, uh, Rod talks about himself and Jimmy Moon as MIT's ministers <laughs> in training, which, okay. Um, and just, like, continuing on about Jimmy Moon, uh, Rod, and the Rev, we have, like you mentioned, a bunch of scenes of them, like, running around. One of them was um, 
them at like uh, an old folks home um, where they decided to have a dance party. Yes. Um, some real wacky dancing going on here. Hopefully we'll have a video of this up on And we also find out that they went to, like, a soup kitchen and that um, Jimmy and Rod, like, ate the food at the soup kitchen. And the Rev is, like, horrified. He's like, you ate? And they were like, yeah, it was pretty good. And he's like, yeah, I just try to usually leave the food for, like, the people who need it, who'd go to the soup kitchen. Who are actually hungry or, like, starving or have, you know, hunger problems. Um... We, like, I think the next morning back at the Camden household, uh, Lucy is kind of being like, well, Mary gets to go to basketball camp, but I can't do anything. And Annie's like, well, actually, this is a camp. I don't know what it was, like, Catch a Fry or something? I don't know. I think it was Catch Your Pride, because I was, like, read it, and I was like, I don't think I read that right. But then she says it, and I was like, okay, I read that right. Um, and she's like, this is for ugly girls with backpacks. And, and Annie's like, well, you could use that. And, and she, of course, Lucy is so horrified. What I gather is that it's probably just a camp where they do, like, camp things and, like, possibly, like, sweat and get dirty. And Lucy's like, I don't want to do that. Um, and... I know, Annie's just like, you, it'll get you, like, out of the house. <laughs> well, and this is what, like, back to the thing that, like, Lucy doesn't have any interest because the rest of the people get, like, camps based on their interests, right? So Simon, like, the, the idea of, of Simon going to camp is going to space camp. Yeah, um, and, and then basketball camp, of course. And Ruthie is going to go visit... Um, Grandpa Aunt, Jackson. I was going to say, what is his name? Grandpa Jackson. Uh, Charles. Grandpa Charles um, in Phoenix. And Ruthie kind of, like, catches on that the Rev and Annie are trying to, like, get an empty nest. And she has a great line where she's like, good luck with that. Like, It's never going to happen, yeah. basically. So um, everybody's all excited for camp or whatever. Um, I'm trying to think about... I think the next thing is in school when Matt is in the office. Yes. Matt gets called... I forget, he talks to... I don't know. He just goes into the guidance counselor's office. No, he talks to Rod and... Well, okay, the first school scene is Lucy, like, running into Rod and Jimmy Moon. And they're like, well, what's going on with this new guy in your life? Like, I want... Let's meet him. And she's like, "Um, we're not actually friends. You guys are friends. You guys stopped talking to me, like, as soon as I said we should start being friends. Um, And they're like, oh, sorry about that, basically. Yeah, and then... Um, he he goes into the... Yeah, well, Matt, like, then they're like, can Matt give us a ride to the Camden household? And, and he's like, not no, a chance. Not or a something. Chance. Yeah. And so he walks into the guidance counselor office. We don't get, like, the entire meeting. We just get the end of it. But apparently there's some, like, massive news that's going to be printed in the newspaper. And also he needs to tell his parents about the job. Which we still are just, we keep hearing about this job. We know nothing yet. Um... And then uh, when he comes out of the guidance counselor's office, Mary and Lucy are both, like, just happen to run into each other out, out in front of the guidance counselor's office. And Lucy is like, oh, what do you think's going on? And Mary's like, I think our big brother's in trouble again. Which is just, like, this, like, thing about him being a bad boy when, again, he's not really done anything. No. Wrong. Ever. Ever. Yeah, exactly. Like, they've gotten more in trouble than he has in the past two seasons. Yes. Um... I think the next thing that really happens is on the way to the physical, Mary kind of spills the beans about the fact that he has a summer job. And it's it's going to require him to leave home earlier than going to school would. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're at. Like, so Annie keeps, like, we keep getting the stress. Oh, actually, before that happens, 
there's a scene where Matt is on the phone with Wilson mm, mm. Uh, after school, and, like, they're, like, growing out, and Wilson's like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, you were absolutely right, uh, and they're having a blast. And then Mary comes up into the attic, which is Matt's room now, and she's like, you can't talk... Uh, she takes the phone from him, and she's like, no, don't talk to Matt. You can't talk to him. Um, and she's like, you need to choose if, if you're going to be friends with Matt or if you're going to date me. And then Matt is like, are you actually going to do that? And Wilson's like, I guess I don't have any choice right now. Which, they have never been buzzed. Like, right. like is he really that upset about it? Like, suddenly Wilson is so integrated into the family. Like, I understood that, like, he kind of had somewhat, he kind of has somewhat of a relationship now with Lucy, given that they're both part of the club um, of people that have died. <laughs> like, knowing people that have died, exactly, or whatever. Um, but, yeah, there's no friendship between any of the rest of them, except it's make, they're, make everything, like, they're making it sound like Wilson is, like, such a part of the candid life. Um, I think... We have a scene, like, after school where, uh, what's her face? Lucy, like, takes something that um, Matt says completely out of, like, she overreacts. Oh, yeah. We we're went way out of order on this. But, yeah, this is when they're in the car coming home from school. And she uh, says she's, like, excited about Wilson setting her up on the blind date. And Matt is just like, well, don't count on this guy becoming your boyfriend because blind dates usually go horribly. Wait, but the thing is, he was basically set up on a quote-unquote blind date with Connie, and that went great for him, so, in the last episode. Well, I think he just means... Well, he knew who she was beforehand. This is just a stranger. And Lucy takes it to mean, like, she person... Like, people just won't like her or whatever. And he's like, you know, that's not what I said. I'm just saying that these things usually don't go well. And then she throws a fit. And then at this point, nobody wants to talk to Matt because Lucy gets angry and overreacts to this. So all of the three girls, like all the kids except for Simon, are like mad at Matt. And we have the scene where they're all sitting in the back seat, like with their arms crossed, looking at him very angrily. And he's like, ugh, girls. <laughs> That's, I, I wish he would have said that out loud. Um, I think, so at some point in the, like in the middle of all this, Happy gets over her stage fright. I like. I don't think they like really address this whatsoever. Oh yeah, and they don't pick Simon up from school because he's at school waiting for the Rev to come and I guess bring Happy to the school because it's also the, where they are auditioning dogs for this commercial. Um, and Jimmy and Rod are there also because they need to learn that his job does not only includes being a minister, but he has his family life. Yes, his familial obligations. So. Simon bring, you know, gets cold. It's his turn. Him and Happy go into this room where there are five people watching. To yeah, there's see. like one judge that's standing who she seems to be in charge, three female judges that are sitting, and then a cameraman. Yeah. Um, and Happy performs the trick, and it's great. And then I think the next thing that happens is they're, they're bursting through. Yeah. Um, the Rev, Simon, Happy, and Rod, and Jimmy, Jimmy. burst through. Well, actually, before this... Um, Wilson and Kenny have showed up. Have shown up, but they come bursting through the door and they're like, "You need to turn on the TV now. We're going to be on the news." And we see that um, Happy is the new face of Pow Chow, and they're like talking about this on the news, and they show the audition tape. And now there are like fifteen people standing in the Camden's living room um, watching this. And after it's over, I don't know. The ne- Odd. Well, so you see, you see that this random. Okay, so before it cuts back to the Camden house, you see this girl 
um, in this, like, I think we're supposed to presume that, like, this wealthy family, she's watching TV, this little girl, and she's, like, screams, and her father comes in and is like, oh, what's wrong? And she says, oh, that's my dog, that's Whitey. And he's like, are you sure? It's been almost two years. Yeah. And she says, yes. And he's like, well, then we have to get her back. <laughs> and, and like, that's they're, it. they're dressed very differently than anybody else in Glen Oak. Yeah, so you, you, you said it, you were like, they look like old, like, old Southern, like, old South dress, you know, very formally dressed to be sitting at home, yeah, she just like, watching TV, and her hair is done kind of like, um, like a beauty, like, yeah. like a 90s beauty pageant, uh, Contestant, I would say. And he's wearing. She's like, looking suspenders. very Jean Bonnet. Yeah, and he um, and he looks like a. Uh, he looks like he was putting on like a suit yeah. or something. He was like halfway. I think he was tying his tie when he came into the room. So they are like. I think that's supposed to be like. Oh, these wealthy people are going to come and get Happy that back. that dog. Yeah. So then, um, every, I, it, we uh, kind of missed a scene in between here uh, where Matt comes clean to his parents. And he says, one, that the good news is that he's valedictorian, which also, like, flies in the face of any continuity. Um, Right, because in the first season, with the salt and butter trick, uh, he says that it's like, oh, I learned it in science. And Mary is like, you failed science. So usually valedictorians don't fail any classes or, like, you got a C or something. Usually the valedictorians pretty much have to consistently get A's in every single thing. Thing that they do, exactly. Uh, and we find out that his summer job is working in Washington, D.C. It's like a government thing for the summer. It's a summer internship. And he doesn't have his placement yet. Um, and the I, like the Camerons kind of just are like, I think there's like shock there, but there's nothing really else happening. I think like it like cuts away after their like reaction. There's nothing there. Yes, and then there is... Uh, okay, so then after this yeah. commercial and we see the rich girl who's like, I need my dog back, um, the, the we kind of... Rod and Jimmy are, like, checking out Kenny, and they kind of catch on to the fact that this is the first time that Lucy is meeting Kenny, and then Kenny has this horrible line yes. where he's like... Do you think it's hard or like or I don't know I forget what he he says something he was like and just so I'm I'm like relieved to meet someone that I'm like instantly attracted to he's like at least that's how I feel and Lucy is just like Lucy's turned into like the shy girl because she kind of like but she's like oh my god yeah maybe this is a guy finally that she'll like back that that wants her and he she wants back he's the perfect oh and also he looks way older oh than yeah Wilson or he does not look Lucy's age whatsoever yeah. Uh, although I guess Lucy doesn't really look Lucy's age. Oh yeah, because she is playing a younger character. Yeah. Oh well. Um, Matt and Happy and Simon leave because Matt is everybody's still mad at Matt except for Simon. Um, yeah, he's like, I'm gonna go walk Happy. Do you want to come with me? And Matt looks around and everyone else is like glaring at him, and he's like, Well, I'm not welcome here. Uh, Annie is getting bowls of ice cream for everybody so that they will leave because she doesn't want them to stay until dinner. And I was like, you could just be like, please leave. We're about to have dinner. Um, and the rev's like, you're such a great mom. Look at you, yeah. like, throwing a part, like, an impromptu party. And then they start making out over yeah. the ice cream. Um, and then the phone rings, and it's Dr. Peterson or Patterson. Peterson. And Dr. Peterson's office. Did we mention that she also got a physical? No, we didn't. But anyway, she, also she says a- that she's like, she's like, I'm tired, and, like, we went to the doctor. And while we were there, Dr. Peterson roped me into getting a physical as well. So the phone rings, and he picks it up, and she's like, they're like, hold for Dr. Peterson. Dr. Peterson gets on the phone, 
And she's like, no, I don't want to come in. You can just tell me over the phone. And then she looks like horrified. She hangs up and the Rev is looking at her horrified and she looks horrified and everyone is horrified. And she just goes, Mary's pregnant. And that's it. That's it. That's and, and then to be continued, dot, dot, dot. So last season, Mary died. This and season. now there is a new life <laughs> in her. In now dead, now dead zombie Mary. Yes. Um, I mean, I guess we shouldn't say anything for spoilers. I guess. I mean, well, obviously Mary's pregnant. I don't know what... Yeah, what else could be going on? Yeah, like um, her and Wilson. Um, where we end the episode now is... I guess everybody's still mad at Matt. Uh, Happy is no longer having stage fright, but might be taken away from the Camdens. Um, Jimmy and Rod are okay with Kenny. Kenny <laughs> is potentially a new love interest for Lucy. Um, and yeah. Yeah, and, and that's it. Uh, so I, I'm going to give this. It was such a bad episode. Like, I can't. I, I feel like I forgot it as soon as I watched it. Um, but I still feel like it was better than the last episode. Um, what was that one? Yeah, like a harlot. You I, gave I th- that a 2.5. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to give this like a 3.5. I'm, I'm going to give this a solid 3. So what I found interesting about like this season finale compared to last season finale, it seems like the season finales also have formulas where like nothing really happens for the first like three quarters of, like, the first season finale episode, but then, like, all the action takes place in the last five minutes. Yes. Uh, which and is, then cliffhanger. Yeah, and because it, like, it happened exactly the same way in last year's episode where uh, Mary gets hit by the car, and that's really the, like... The entire thing that happened in that episode. Yeah, and just like this, there, the two entire things that happened in this episode are Happy getting on TV and Mary being pregnant. Yeah. Um, so... I get that this is like her, like Brenda Hampton's formula for a two-part season finale, but she's not really taking, um, she's not using her time wisely. Like you could get some real drama in in two hours or like an hour and a half, I guess, if you do forty-five minutes each, right? Yeah, this could have been built a lot better, right? And exactly. more dramatically, exactly. like the whole thing with Wilson. Well, I think the way to do it would would have been to because Wilson just came back, and we're like, yeah. oh, Mary's like instantly pregnant. Like they should have built this starting a few episodes ago, or after after um, the episode where she babysat for Wilson, yeah. he should have been around just to, like, build this, in Especially my because Mary wasn't doing anything in those episodes anyway. So it was, it was something they could easily do in the background. Like, the last two or three episodes have all been about Matt, mostly. Um, and you could easily place Mary in the background, even with, like, he doesn't even need to be present. She could just be like, I'm going to hang out with Wilson, or that's yeah. Wilson on the phone. Like, because all of her other storylines have been stupid. She went on a double date with 11-year-olds. She, um, was a cougar. Um, like, yeah. Like, nothing. And I don't know how you could, I mean, they really overdid it with the, like, uh, sexy parents time in this right. episode, too, which, I, I, I'm sorry if you don't know what's coming. <laughs> but I just, like, that's, I think, something that we get, though. I feel like they, they hit that. At least, at least in like the latter half of the season, you can tell like, and also like throughout the first season, also we get that they are like all about the love making, yeah, all of the time. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see you back here on Wednesday 
for episode 22, season two. And we'll be done with two seasons by then. You'll be on the edge of your seat until then. We'll do a little season two recap at the end of that. Yeah, why not? Um, And, uh, yeah, I'm giving it a three. I'm giving it a 3.5. Check us out on our world-famous Beverly Mitchell-viewed Instagram. uh, And Cameron Cash Show and Twitter at Cameron Cash Show. And give us a like uh, on Facebook where we post... Screenshots and stuff. Comment on our post. Tell us what you're thinking. Um, and remember always rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. I'm Tammy. And I'm Erin. And this was Camping Cast. Never.